your mission. Should you choose to accept it? I wonder, did you ever choose not to? The end you always feared is coming. And the blood will be on your hands. The fallout of all your good intentions. You had a terrible choice to make in Berlin. One life over millions. And now the world is at risk. This is the CIA's mission. If he had held on to the plutonium, we wouldn't be having this conversation. This team would be dead. Yes, they would. That's the job. You don't understand what you're involved in. You need to walk away. Please don't make me go through you. How many times has Hunt's government betrayed him, disavowed him, cast him aside? How long before a man like that has had enough? back to action action with me as always is james and dustin how are you guys doing good yeah pretty good so anything you guys want to talk about this week before we get into the mission impossible fallout uh i watched justice league oh okay. it was on tv so i recorded you it. don't have to you, you don't have to validate why you watched it no i want to it, hear reasons it's pretty bad <laughs> it's You're the second person this week that's come to me and said i watched mission or i watched justice league it was yeah, it was on TV, right? So it was on one of the movie channels. So yeah, yeah, that was a movie. It it, it is horrible. It is. I saw it. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. I can't decide which is worse though: Batman versus Superman or Justice League. I, I would say Justice League because you have all of those actors together, and it doesn't make <laughs> it any better. It, almost makes it worse like it's just so cheesy yeah the only thing i i kind of liked is they make aquaman kind of cool yeah well jason was just seems like he's kind of cool so maybe, yeah maybe that's all it's that is i thought the flash had a couple funny little lines he's trying to be like spider-man yeah they're trying right? to make him the spider-man of their yeah of the group but it's a pretty shitty movie yeah the all the action like the cg in it is just like it's just like also fucking like colorful and I, I don't know. Yeah. I was, I, oh, I watched uh, Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. And he makes that joke when he, what is he, he's fighting uh, Cable and he's like, you're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> the DC guys have been trying to do all the like, oh, it's so dark. And yeah. Even Superman is dark in their fucking movies. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but like, um, 
who plays Batman? What's his name again? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He's horrible as Batman. <laughs> People fucking love him as Batman. I just don't get it. Like the way he walks around in the suit and it's just so stiff. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if I have a problem with him so much as just the writing isn't there f- for him to do anything with Yeah, the it. writing's definitely not there. And in Batman versus Superman, he just didn't seem he didn't behave like Batman. Like he's like gunning people down and shit with his like machine guns in his car and stuff like I was yeah. like this this is not Batman. I mean, I don't know. I found like the ultimate cheese in this movie was when they brought Superman back and yeah. then he's like, well, yeah, bring in the big guns or the whatever it is. And it's Lois Lane. He, he brings in yeah. and it's like, Oh, that, <laughs> like, I just don't, it's but, just horrible. What about his CGI? Not much mustache. Superman, because he, you know, this movie we're about to talk about, he has a mustache in, and he was shooting it at the same time as Justice League, so they used CGI to remove his mustache. In the, really? Yeah. Didn't you hear about that? No, I yeah, didn't. It cost like a hundred thousand dollars or no, some it shit, like millions million of dollars, dollars to remove millions his of mustache. Dollars. Millions and millions. <laughs> Here's the thing: we'll get to it in the movie. I'm glad they didn't shave that fucking mustache because he looked he looked awesome. With he his looked mustache. awesome with that mustache. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely looked awesome. This is this gonna, movie. our <laughs> review for Mission Impossible is going to be a uh, Henry Cavill mm-hmm. love in for me. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved his character in this movie. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty so, great. Dustin, anything for you? Uh, well, I watched Deadpool two, like I was just saying there. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, be weird if you didn't. Oh, well, I wasn't the other room. Uh, it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, it was. I don't think it was as good as the first movie. Like. It's a little... Well, I, I also didn't watch the theatrical cut. I watched an extended f- cut by 15 minutes or so. Wait, so you didn't see it in the theater? I did not, no. Um, so I watched an extended It's kind of version. surprising you didn't see it in the theater. I know. I wanted to. It just didn't just didn't happen. Oh, what was the movie you went to this week in the theater? Equalizer 2. So you saw that in the theater. <laughs> hey, you can't always... <laughs> can't always just do what you want in this life. Well, no, I know that. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, but I agree. I don't know if I really thought the second one was like, it's kind of on par or like there's lots like, of funny jokes the first one. and there's some good like fighting stuff, sequences and whatever. But, uh, and so it's, you know, it's totally entertaining and amusing. I just thought like the plot wise, it was like kind of weirdly structured and had like a weird pace. Like it, the pace seemed totally off to me. It kept like, yeah kind of switching gears and stuff i don't know but again that might have had something to do with the like the longer version of it that i watched i don't know i liked it i it did was, i did like it I totally it was cool it. to see uh juggernaut at the end yeah yeah that was pretty cool played by ryan reynolds oh was it do you guys hear that fucking war machine fly over us oh it's the air show coming up yeah so what'd you see this week oh uh, shit what did i watch oh i got back into watching um Better Call Saul. Mm. I've been, it's, I started watching, watched the first season and then I got just caught up. I, I just missed the second and third season. Oh, you never watched them? No. So I, uh, <clears throat> so I got into, I got back into that. Uh, so we're working through that. We're in season two right now. It's great. Uh, it, I know, I know we have mutual friends uh, who 
refuse to watch it because why? Uh, Dan says it's what's the point? I think is when I brought it up with him. <laughs> the point is that it's really fucking good. I don't know. I so it's really good. Um, it it who would have known that Bob Odenkirk is such a great? I would never would have realized. Like when I was a kid, you know, I was watching him on like Mr. Show, Mr. Show, and stuff like that. I loved him, but yeah. I wouldn't have expected him to be this in his like mm-hmm. second act, right? Like yeah. he's he's amazing, and the writing is fantastic. Everybody in that show is great. Yeah, um, Mike McKean. Yeah, I mean, like it also a lot of comedic actors playing serious roles. I mean, I consider Ed Bigley Jr. to be more of a. Oh yeah, he shows up in a lot of sitcoms as like the dad. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's really good. Really liking that. I was watching Geostorm earlier. Oh, I I recorded it. Have you guys I PVR'd seen, it. You don't have Geostorm. Geostorm. Wait a second. Wait, you have HBO, right? Uh, for like a few more days. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, you're banking shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I watch it in five five minute intervals. Like I'd yeah, I'd watch it for five minutes. Bad, a lot of bad movies. Lately. Well, no, I would watch it for five minutes and then I'd leave for oh, like I fifteen see. minutes. Mm-hmm. And then come back. I have no idea what that movie's about. <laughs> it's about satellites. Yeah. Is that is that geostorm. a it's about a geostorm? Is that a new one? A new movie it came out last it came year. Came out last year. Yeah, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Uh, it's like about a it's like a disaster movie about like a huge storm the, across the world. Yeah, it's like a geostorm. Yeah. It's like a geostorm. It's like a storm, but it's like <laughs> all right geo. It's like that car. I'm interested. It's like that car, the geostorm. You had me at geo. Storm. It it's I don't know. No. Uh, they did it on how did this get made? And oh, uh, did they? And Jason had wanted to start a trend of people just randomly yelling, Geo Storm <laughs> oh. And so they had people call in and do their do their yelling. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's about yeah, nothing else really. I should probably watch some more stuff, but I'm busy. Hmm. Oh, I watched the I I finished Succession. Which uh, HBO show? Yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, it's really good. I really liked it. Yep, I came around to it at the end. I I ended up really liking it. It's really funny. It's funny. Horrible. Like, well, like dark humor. No, like no, like you know, like weird, like asshole humor. Yeah, it's funny in a way that they're just terrible people. Yeah, and the way they just talk to each, this is a whole different language they use. I don't know, I enjoyed it. Kind of like Sopranos, where they're horrible people? No, not like Sopranos. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not good at articulating it. Did you watch the most recent Castle Rock? I have not. Number four? Four or five, I can't Five? Remember. Maybe four. Doesn't one come out today? No, yesterday. Well, yeah, yesterday came out. Oh, yeah, so I haven't watched that. Get on it. Okay, I'll watch that. (laughs) This was my movie, Mission Impossible Fallout. This is the number, the sixth movie. Is it the sixth? This is the sixth Sixth Mission Impossible film. So we've done the first one, and we've done the most recent one. Yeah, next we're going to do number two. (laughs) Get ready for some John Woo action. Get ready for Limp Bizkit. (laughs) Oh, God. So, I don't even know where to begin with this movie. Well, it's got a kind of a convoluted plot, like pretty much all Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, do. the plot is just a bunch of red herrings and yeah. I mean, it's a spy movie, so it should it should be that kind of stuff. Yeah, but you're introduced back to Ethan Hunt, who's what's the opening scene now? He's having a nightmare about um, 
his wife, he had married Michelle Monaghan in the third Mission Impossible. Oh. And then, of course, you know, the realized, days. oh, he can't keep her safe. So then they split up and whatever. But he was having a nightmare about them getting married. And then. Oh, that's right. And then the guy marrying them is saw this character, Solomon Lane, who is the villain from the previous. Uh, it's a little close to Solomon King. Mission Rogue Nation. Yeah. So we hit the ground running. Ethan's up to his old tricks. He gets Benji, a mission right away to get yeah. some plutonium. Yeah, Benji and Walker are there. You know. Well, Benji and... Uh, you mean... Um, oh, not Walker. Luther. Sorry, Luther. Yeah. yeah his Bing Rames and Simon Pig. Who's, now what? They've been in... Well, since Ghost Protocol, they've had all three of them yeah. working together. And let's of course, all, Bing Rames has been there since the beginning. And let's be honest. Everybody looks older. <laughs> yeah. Like the, yeah. I, I, I except for Tom Cruise. Well, no, Tom Cruise does. <laughs> he does a little he, uh, bit. He, he looks a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look his age, which yeah, I he believe he's like fifty-five or something. Fifty-six. Yeah. He doesn't look his age, but he definitely looks old. He, he definitely looks, looks, he looks older. For I think I mean, he still looks. There's, there's, there's at times. Well, yeah, I understand. But there's there's times when you just look at him and you're like. Oh yeah, like he he looks certain angles of his face and whatever you can see. Okay, yeah, he's, he's not Paul Rudd. <laughs> what? Okay. Paul well Paul yeah, Rudd Paul, is like yeah, he he's the, the ultimate young man. Oh, how old is Paul Rudd? He's not fifty six, is he? He's old. He's old. So he's like forty. Well, he's older. Than, <laughs> when I say he's old, he's older than me. He's forty nine. Forty nine? Yeah. Hmm. You're telling me Paul Rudd looks like a 49-year-old? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. He definitely has a youthful... Paul Rudd should be in the next... Cherubic face. He should be in the remake of the of the remake of the TV show 21 Jump Street. Paul Rudd, <laughs> back to high school. <laughs> I don't know if he looks quite that young. No, he doesn't. No, he definitely doesn't look like he's but 49. He, I, I Adam Scott is kind of older, too. Adam Scott is. He's another one of those. Because I saw... I was watching some... I was watching, like, Hellraiser 4... And, he's uh, 45. Yeah, he's 45. And so I just don't think of him as being 45. No, nor do I. But, yeah. but then you look, so we always talk about this, and this is a complete aside, but when we're, one day we were watching Seinfeld, like, I think it was last year, we, I went and watched like the entire Seinfeld run like all the way through. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, what's... You watched all 10 seasons? Yeah, I watched all 10 seasons. <laughs> Well, I said I watched it all the way through. <laughs> well, part of all the way through wouldn't include 10 seasons. Like from the first season to the 10th season? Yeah, so Dustin, what like you do... Like, Sue, like episode one, two, three. Yeah. Like the pilot? Yeah, I watched the pilot. So, we're, I'm watching it, and now, Jason Alexander, at times, is like five, six, seven years younger than I am right now. He's like 28, I think. When it starts? Something like that. Hmm. He's like in his 20s. Yeah. Jason Alexander has never looked 20, in his, <laughs> like he's in his 20s. That's true. He looks the pretty... I don't know. Did you ever see that McDLT commercial? <laughs> he looks pretty much the same now as he does. Like he's aged into his body. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like Paul Rudd and, and, and uh, Tom Cruise have like aged away. I don't know. Their body has like stayed in a cryogenic chamber. Oh, Keanu is another one. Keanu is old too. He's got to be yeah. close to. He's a fifty. Sold his soul to Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think he's fifty-ish. Um, but he looks, you know, he's fifty-three. Fifty-three. 
Holy shit. Still doing most of his own stunts in John Wick. Oh, okay. So then who we got then? So it comes down to it. And they're in their, both in their 50s. Tom Cruise and Keanu. Who both do their own stunts. Who's going to live longer and who's <laughs> going to stay younger looking for longer? My money's on Keanu. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is a few years younger. I know what I'm saying. I think that all things being equal, Keanu's going to stay looking younger for longer. Yeah. I could buy it. Well, because you're just you're just starting to see, like Tom Cruise for the longest time looked like he was the same age for like yeah, a long for a long, long time. time. Yeah, and now you're just finally like, okay, he's getting he's getting older. Yeah, but you know who look? You know, <laughs> have you seen a picture of uh, fucking Val Kilmer lately? Uh, Ooh, he's not looking young. So anyway, let's stop with the E podcast on young actors who look. I wonder if it's Tom Cruise looks older because his supporting cast is looks older. Oh, shouldn't it be the other way around? I don't know. Since Simon Pegg stopped drinking, he looks more. <laughs> like, <laughs> looks rough. Yeah, he looks rougher. I mean, Luther Ving Rhames definitely looking older too. Well, he, this, I mean, everybody gets. This is just a shaming, <laughs> an age shaming <laughs> podcast. Oh, let's be honest. I every, mean, how dare these actors? Everybody look old. Everybody, Angela Bassett looks good. Angela Bassett <laughs> does look good. None of the women look look bad and none of the men look bad uh this is all because we started talking about how young tom cruise looks like maybe we could just cut all of this out tom uh, fucking cruise is is some kind of a superhero he is a superhero he, he he's crazy he's just doing the craziest shit i wouldn't do that i wouldn't have done that shit when i was 21 yeah well long story short the plot is uh tom cruise goes after this uranium he loses it. Plutonium. Plutonium, sorry. What the fuck? I don't know the difference. A metal ball that everybody has no problem touching, which would what? freak me out. <laughs> uh, like, he needs to get this plutonium because Solomon Lane has this society of like rogue agents yeah, from the previous movie. Fucking Doom Patrol's out there, and they're going to blow the world up. And, uh, and there's lo- like an unidentified guy. The leader. Uh, John, what does he call him? John Lark? John Lark. So he's, and no one knows who he is. No. And they're trying to find him as well. Yeah, so Tom Cruise loses the pl- plutonium. plutonium. He loses the plutonium. He gets straddled with Walker, who's played by Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's a CIA agent. So Angela Bassett's like, you work with him. So they're up, <laughs> they're like hopping across Europe looking for... Yeah, because this John Lark and this group, they want to use these bombs to blow up a bunch of like yeah. holy religious sites. Like They want to blow up uh, the, the, Vatic- um, the, the Vatican, uh, the Vatican um, uh, Israel something, and <laughs> Islam something. I don't know. It, Bethlehem? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bethlehem. Um, they yeah, wanted, close enough. I, Just because... Why was it again? I don't know. Religion... They. The, they want to bring it's down pretty, it's pretty it's a pretty vague yeah it's the like, opiate of the masses I like, guess or well uh, they're just like oh we need more suffering because so, then there'll be yeah. a, a great peace afterwards let's be honest oh, none okay. of this matters it, yeah it doesn't matter none of it matters because we find out it's just you know you just got to get the wheels yeah. turning so that Tom Cruise can do his, his yeah. thing so we right. find out lo and behold oh no it was Walker all along. Spoiler. Who didn't see that coming? Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty obvious from the beginning that yeah. he's going to turn out to be John Lark, right? And, you know, they bust Solomon Lane out of prison. The twist almost would have been if he wasn't, right? Ah, uh, if it had been Benji. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been, been one hell of a twist. That would have been heartbreaking. <laughs> that would have been, but yeah. that, hey, man, that would have taken balls. And Tom would have had to kill him? 
Yeah. Oh man. Except wouldn't he be kind of easy to kill? <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's good. like the, he's the nerd. No, right? no, he's just been playing. He's the tech. So he's been playing. Oh, this. and he's oh, yeah. actually like for a years. Fucking ninja. <laughs> but we know we should say why actually. So Simon, sorry. Um, so Ethan Hunt loses the plutonium because he, he doesn't pre- yeah. he doesn't protect the package. He save he, he saves Luther instead. Yeah, and that's why he Walker comes along with him. Walker sets him up to be a double agent, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's, once again, we have the whole thing where he's going to get disavowed and like yeah. they're going <laughs> to, he's not going to, like no one trusts him again. Yeah, but it's all really a big plot by Solomon Lane to get Ethan and his wife together again so they can die in a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> it's a good his revenge. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this is like, this is, you know, very genre bad guy stuff. Yeah, and somehow they make it work in this movie. Like, well, I it's think, pretty cheesy, but it's somehow it fucking plays in this. I don't know. Yeah, it, it does play. It plays because everything around it, every connecting tissue, is so good. Like every action sequence is so good. Every fight sequence is amazing. Like just when they introduce a new, I don't know, city. Like everything looks so great. Yeah, and they got locations and everything. Yeah, yeah and there's so many different characters. He is a there is a three way love triangle, <laughs> like they somehow in this movie they set up. Yeah, well that's the thing. This movie, despite the plot being a you know a bit all over the place, um, <coughs> the thing that's cool about it is that it kind of connects to all of the previous movies, where each each movie has sort of been its own installment and doesn't really address what's gone on in the previous movies. This is the first one that like directly can continues from the previous movie. Because it's same director. Also, this is also the first time they use the same director. Yeah, exactly. I really thought they. Were, I think they're going to bring John Woo back. <laughs> they're, no, they're gonna, yeah, I think they're going to circle back to Woo, and then why would they do that? Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> Woo is back, guys. Circle back to Woo. They're yeah, going to get Limp Biscuit back. Could, could they do like a, oh shit, some wait, kind of universe, John Woo universe, where they bring Hard Target in there with? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That How about this crazy. though? Fred Durst is a director now. What if they circle back and Limp Biscuit directs the next one? Oh my god! As a as a group, as a group, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I mean, they've had such a good track record. Other than two, uh, I don't know. Was two? Wanna... Ca- no, here's the thing. I remember hating two. I remember uh, convincing myself that I liked it when I saw it in the that theater. Sounds like you. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, was it like? A success? Oh, yeah. It made a lot of money at the time. Did people like it? At the time, yeah. It was fucking loved. Really? Yeah. But now you go back and it's the one that's like so of its time. Like mm. it's the one that really is like it's got fucking new, new metal in it. It's got, it's got the John Woo, you know, crazy flying in the air stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I, it's the only one that really feels like... Oh, this is a fucking like late nineties <laughs> movie. Like hand swipes. <laughs> what? No, oh no. Those are face oh, waterfalls. Face waterfalls. Face waterfalls. Um, he only yeah, does right. that in one movie. Oh, sorry, my bad. It's he, I dub, thought that it's, was a it's, trademark. It's doves that dubs, he has in yeah. every Oh doves, every right. And, yes, doves there, and there are doves in Mission Impossible too. Of course there are. Is there a church scene? Probably. Um So all the other ones though are pretty fucking good. 
Like, yeah, they're all great. Like, this has got to be one of the most consistent action franchises. I was going to bring that up. I, I have to say, I think this is actually the best franchise in existence. One of, if not the best. Yeah. Well, wouldn't Fast and Furious be a consistent one? Well, from the last, I only think the, from five on is when they've but, gotten good in Fast and the Furious. But Fast and the Furious, yeah, I guess five, so. six, seven, eight. Fast and the Furious also has a completely different template. Um, they use the same director and writer for a lot of it, don't they? Um, well, they they've used this. The, it's not been all the same director, but mm. they've used like the same director for like a few movies. Yeah, or and whatever. I think that the st- stylistically, you could probably take those movies all and other than being able to date them put them out of order and they all like fit like they're all like the same movie right in a sense yeah whereas all of the mission impossible movies are very different you have everything from like the 70s espionage thriller brian de palma right to like you know this one which is kind of an amalgamation like you said Uh, now is tom cruise in all of them yeah yeah he's the connecting thread yeah and then i mean i think isn't Ving Rhames in all of them? Except I think I think I think he's not in two, but he's in all the other ones. Oof, what does that say about Woo? <laughs> Strike one, Woo. <laughs> so like one, I mean the whole idea of the Mission Impossible TV show was that it was about a team, right? And in the first movie, in the first sequence, they killed off the team, and it was just Tom Cruise. And when you think about it, it's actually pretty, it's a pretty ballsy move. Yeah, and then he kind of had to restart his team. So then you got yeah. Ving Rhames and. But then they didn't use him in the second one. But so then in the third one, when J.J. Abrams did that one, he, that's when they kind of like, I feel like that's when it really starts to take off. Because that's when they bring back the team. They bring Ving bring Rames in. That's when Michelle Monaghan's character comes in. Yeah. And then from there, you know, we've been doing this. So. Yeah. And then Brad Bird. Then Brad Bird did Ghost Protocol. And then now. And now McQuarrie did these last two. Quarry. Weigh the gun. Yeah. <laughs> So it'll be interesting to see if they keep him on for another one. Uh, do you think they'll do another one? I mean, this I one was I'd the most successful one. one yet, so, so I was I was wondering, this will actually would have been a really good one to wrap up. Yeah, I mean, story wise, it kind of could have ended here, and it has the nods to all the other movies. Like, there's the yeah. s- the scene that sticks out to me the most is the the stabbing against the chain link fence. Alec Baldwin's character, right? Yeah. Where he gets <laughs> he gets got and yeah, as a little nod to Jean Renault. Yeah, in the first movie, there's lots of little things like that though. Like you got the, at the last sequence, he's got the hanging off the cliff, like in the second movie. Yeah, um, you've got the character, um, the White Widow, Vanessa Kirby, the daughter of yeah, she's the daughter of Max from yeah. the first movie. So yeah, all this stuff is connecting up again and then we've got you know Solomon Lane and Ilsa Faust are characters from the previous movie. What I just realized is that the train scene in the first Mission Impossible movie is better than everything that happens in the entirety of Under Siege 2. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would rather watch that one train scene again for an hour and a half. That's just a little connection. Yeah, I don't know if that's the. Yeah, I don't know if that's. I'm just thinking about other movies. <laughs> just think, just spending my time thinking about Under Siege okay. Two. Yeah, but Under Siege Two, the cliff scene is definitely. It's it's much better. It's just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much better than now this. How cliff does scene. yeah? How does the, that cliff scene compare to this cliff scene? <laughs> oh God. Okay. So, but on, yeah, all seriousness, this cliff scene, this whole 
set piece with the helicopters is one of the most yeah. exhilarating fucking yeah. things I've ever let's, seen in an action it's movie. It's pretty intense. Let's work our way up to that. Um, what comes first now? The the motorcycle chase or the bathroom fight? Uh, well, first you get that halo jump. Oh, yeah. 25,000 foot parachuting. So, yeah. So, that was pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, well, so, Walker gets knocked out by the lightning yeah. through the clouds. And then he's like, got to try to, you know, get yeah, to so him and then open his chute for him. And yeah. And then Walker lands. Well, then his, then Ethan hunts, uh, his chute doesn't open quite in time. Yeah. He hooks on that roof but, of that thing. Yeah. And then, uh, Walker lands before him and yeah. then just walk. He's like the coolest guy. He's like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, yeah. he looks like you lost your oxygen. <laughs> yeah. He gave him he his, gave oxygen. his oxygen. He taps <laughs> while he went yeah. out cold. Uh, yeah, so that leads us to the bathroom fight. Yeah, hand-to-hand fight okay, so with the guy they think is John Lark. Yeah, so this is, I think, my favorite scene in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty awesome fight scene. Yeah, it I is, just it rewatched great. it twice oh, before yeah. this. It's it's so fucking awesome. It's it's only like 90 seconds long. Oh, really? It feels longer than that. Yeah, it Something like that. It's Or 40 seconds. It's, it's really not long at yeah. all. It's just a, such a great... I, I think I really like... Um, fight sequence that are like in these really claustrophobic like tight spaces yeah and i know that there's a lot of mirrors and like i think it's all white in there Mm -hmm. and it makes it feel bigger but the way it's shot um and the the fighting style where you've got this john Locke who you think is just going to be a pushover in a sense yeah you don't think that he's beating like both of them up at the same time (laughs) yeah and it's just so thrilling and then there's a scene there's a a cut in there where uh Ethan's getting like beat up and uh, first it goes, uh, Walker throws John Locke, John Locke, Lark, Lark through, <laughs> through a mirror. Yeah. Onto the other side. Onto the other side, which is pretty intense. And then uh, Lark's got Ethan and he's like holding him and uh, Walker had just gotten kicked to the ground. And he stands up and he has Takes this off his jacket. And he has this look on his face of just like now, now we're getting, now serious. we're getting serious and he takes it off and then he goes into, he's a big fucker by the way. He's fucking huge. Yeah, he's he, pretty big. he looks like a monster yeah. and he goes into like a boxing stance, Yeah, yeah. which uh, this, uh, as a complete aside, I, I was reading something about like, it was like a question and answer thing. And somebody was like, do does North America, like do Europe and stuff like that. Do they have their own like Kung fighting styles. Right. And they were saying that like boxing would be like the British version of like Kung Fu or ninjutsu mm-hmm. or anything like that. And, uh, when he goes into that stance, it, it totally like took that question that I read and like put it like into, into place for me. Like, Oh no, like this really is a fighting style that could be used to combat this. And everything just looks so great. So that's just, the whole scene is like my favorite. That scene was only supposed to take like four days and it ended up taking four weeks. To oh, film. really? Yeah. Because it was so intense and in the shots that they were trying to get. And you said it's only like 40 or it's like 90, ni- I don't know 90 how long seconds it's, long. It's not like, long. Yeah. And it's 90 seconds long. Worth it. Oh, it's totally worth it. <laughs> it plays great. Like it's just, I mean, that's you get all the kind of sequences you want, right? You've got a hand-to-hand fight. 
You've got the 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 parachuting, the fall. Yeah. You've got a foot chase. You've got you've got multiple different types of vehicle chases oh. in the in the movie. You get you just they cover like all the everything. bases. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and everything gets covered. That's why I want to work my way to the helicopter because I think that it's something that we're probably not going to see again for another decade. So I've seen that that that's that intense. But this is the bathroom fight is just a really great example of why this movie is elevated from just a decent action movie to something incredibly special because they, that one, that one scene that is like quite short is, was so impactful for me. Like I walked away being like, Oh, Holy shit. They elevated like just a simple bathroom fight that could have gone nowhere. Mm -hmm. Could have been nothing to, it could have been like the, what is there was the fight. There was a fight in what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. True Lies. Yeah, isn't that's big, a that's a good bathroom fight in that one. Yeah, but this elevates it, so it elevates the True Lies bathroom fight like quite a bit. And then it's kind of funny how it ends when he uh, gets. Oh, she. Uh, she this shoots, is when Elsa re- reappears. Reappears and she shoots him in the head. Yeah, shoots uh, who they think is John Lark in the face. Or in the face, yeah. And they got it like there's like a huge amount of blood, and they're like dragging him into the yeah. stall. Yeah. Yeah. I like and I like how at the end when the way that they just act, the way that like Walker and Ethan just like play it off like oh they they automatically go into pretend mode. I don't know it all just clicks really well for me. Mm-hmm. It's like oh these are all people who are like at the top of their of their game. Yeah, and then he goes right away to meet Max's daughter, the white the widow, white, the white widow, who's like a arms dealer and also like kind of a broker, like a go between. Also for meeting people, meeting each other. What seems to be a complete like psychopath. Like she seems yeah. like a complete like <laughs> lunatic. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, they could have overdone her character. Part. She plays it pretty well. Yeah. I think they could have overdone it with like making her, you know, giving her some kind of weird fetish or like, I don't know, making her dress up in like a dominatrix outfit or like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. how like a lot of movies would have done something to be like, sure. oh, she's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just plays it off really well as being like, oh, this girl's like fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so they have a little bit of a fight scene there as he's getting away with her. Cause like now people think he's Lark cause he's the one who's yeah meeting her instead. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a, they go into a room and she's giving a speech and then all of these assassins. Yeah. Once he speaks to her, they all start so who trying are, to kill who him. Who are those assassins from? Well, uh, Ilsa says that she gives him the information that a whole bunch of people have been hired to kill Lark. Like a contract has been put out on Lark. And so whoever meets up with her, they're going to assume is Lark because they know that they're supposed to be meeting. And so when it's Tom Cruise that meets up with her, then they're like, okay, he's he's John Lark. So let's kill him. They weren't MI5 agents. No, MI6, no they were just MI... like, they were just like, whatever. Is it MI5 or MI6? Six. I think there's an MI5 too. <laughs> I don't know. So then after that, they go back to... Different departments. Her house, I guess. Agriculture. Yeah, her mansion. And then... And this is when they find out the plan. To, the, yeah, the... We've, so, yeah. To kidnap Solomon Lane, who's being transported. And Zoho or something. Her lame brother. Is that his name? Zoho. Something like that. He reminded me of somebody, but I couldn't put my finger on him. Probably James. He sucked. <laughs> What? Oh yeah, he did kind of seem like James. I don't think so. <laughs> that guy is so cool. ruthless killer. <laughs> um, and this is another thing they did that connected it to the first movie is when they're making this plan about the extraction. Then all of a sudden, we're watching it happen. 
and oh, we yeah. see Tom Cruise like kill have to kill a cop, and then we and it comes back out and it's like okay he was just imagining like this is what's going to happen if we do it the way that they want to do yeah. it. Yeah, connected to the first movie when he has that sequence where he's thinking about John Voight. Yeah, uh, that way. that old man. Yeah, old man. Oh, yeah. old man River. <laughs> That dangerous, dangerous that old dangerous, man. Dangerous, crazy old man. Um, but yeah, so there's all these little touches like that that I thought were really cool that Macquarie put those in there. Yeah, and this puts us to um, the extraction of Solomon Lane, we'll call it, when Tom Cruise goes, he goes Rogue Nation, and uh, <laughs> he has he has other plans for how they're going to... Yeah, he makes a different plan. But really that just leads to an incredible chase scene. On a motorcycle. We got everything here because, yeah, they get away in this big panel truck and then they switch to motorcycles and then that's crazy. Okay, well, so and that, it's kind of funny, all the guys in the back of the truck falling yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah there is like there's a little like, humor sprinkled throughout. Yeah. And, uh, but so there was the, the motorcycle chase was so visceral. Yeah. Um, when I'm watching it, I understand that Tom Cruise does all of his own things, right? But it really felt like he was driving that fast like it, it really felt real yeah and um, then uh, he goes what is it arch de triomphe and he, yeah. goes, he goes through it backwards it's like a huge kind of roundabout around yeah. that arch there's arches in paris yeah i feel like there's i haven't seen a scene shot that way where maybe it's the way his like his feet come down when he goes yeah, around, when the corner. around the corner there's yeah. something that just it, it felt so like so really real mm-hmm. um that's another reason that this movie just is so much better than the other films that try to be like this. You really get something that comes across when you know that it's the person is actually doing, you know, these stunts. It's, it just feels different when you're watching it. Than, yeah. It's just way more impressive. Yeah. And everything and more appreciation, is well, almost, I guess. You know, mostly practical things that are being done instead of, okay, now just throw this in there with a green screen or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, it feels intense. Yeah. And you get, fun. this scene's also fun too, because you, um, uh, Isla, Isla, Ilsa, Ilsa, Ilsa's, uh, following, following them the entire time. Yeah. She's on a motorcycle following. And then after, so then after he gets away from that particular motorcycle after he crashes into a car crossing a lane and goes flying over yeah. the hood and rolling. Yeah. Then he gets away on the boat with those guys and they all get in the car. And there's actually that kind of interesting scene there where he saves that woman cop. Yeah, it's really interesting because he's, yeah, so, well, that's the, uh, the white, white widows, widows guys, guys yeah. are going to kill this, well, they shoot this, this, uh, cop mm-hmm. and cause Tom she just Cru- happens to be in the wrong place. Yeah, at the Ethan's wrong time. trying to talk her down and being like, "She's this French cop, and she's just like, just like, just fucking walk away." Mm-hmm. I, I, you expect Walker actually to shoot her. I think. Well, he pulls his gun out. We yeah. see him pull his gun out, uh, and then she ends up getting shot by the White Widow's thugs. And then Tom Cruise go, or Ethan goes into like straight cowboy mode and just like. Draws, draws and shoots them all. And shoots them all. I think it's yeah. also to try and tie it in with the whole he'll save. Yeah, he'll save a life. Instead. He'll save a life. Yeah. Especially like a cop or somebody like that. He's kind of like sacrifice everything. Yeah. It's kind of like a Batman. 
Yeah, he's always apologizing. Yeah. You know, he's just like apologizing to her. He's like, here, I'm so sorry. I'm Maybe so he's secretly yeah. Canadian. <laughs> Don't suggest that to Tom Cruise. Um, um, yeah, so... It, and then it's... Uh, and then Elsa's chasing him on a motorcycle and he's in a car with Lane. Yes. He drops everyone else off and takes off and then she's pursuing and yeah, and they do that cool thing where they like go under a bridge. Yeah. And they stop and they like run in different Yeah, different directions. Yeah, I like that shit. And then he ends up driving over her because she's gonna her mission yeah. her mission is to, to kill Lane at that point. Yeah. So So she hits yeah, so he hits her with the car. <laughs> and then they uh, But it's great. Like once again, like everything just comes together. You get that great when he's coming off that those steps with the car and he does like a oh sw- yeah that's side, right I totally forgot about that and like yeah he he pulls the e-brake and the muffler kind of like bangs off the ground yeah. and stuff yeah doesn't he go backwards he goes backwards yeah, he, like, he yeah. around and he couldn't have gone yeah which is I hate that in movies it, it, it's like of course you just accept the reality but I love how this one just kind of flipped it and it was like no you couldn't just go straight down that wouldn't make any sense so here's how yeah. you actually could do it yeah my thing is, is like, did he grow up on these streets? How does he know all that detail? Well, he's, he's a spy. He's been all over. So that's right. the the one problem with this movie. There's lots of things you can nitpick yeah, at, like that stuff. The one, the one thing is, is that you can never get away from how so much of the reason that he gets away, in in the, not in the final scene necessarily. Well, even even in the final scenes, is just coincidence or luck. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, like, that's all these movies. You think about, like, the Bourne identity and those kind of things. It is, but it's, it's the like, same. oh, they're so good that they're just doing this on instinct. Oh, here's a place I can turn here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's yeah. the same as, like, the, um, what's the the James Bond movie where they play fucking poker? Casino Royale. Yeah. And, like, he's got, like, a royal flush or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like. Well, it's a movie. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's like it's those little things that kind of that those are the little things. He's, that got, like, he's got two twos. Well, no, why not just <laughs> yeah. Oh, and for that movie, why not just give him a really good like a good hand? Why give him the, like the best hand ever? But um, it's like, and maybe it's because everything else is so good that you notice it more. Where it's like, oh, like there's well stuff like James Bond or this. It's like a heightened reality, right? Like it's yeah. like, you want everything to be the best it can be kind of thing. Like, yeah, and that's, you're, you're right. It, you're right. It's just part of the fun of it. Right? It is part of the fun of it. You should, of all the movies, we shouldn't be getting like down on. I mean, you could take, you could totally take apart the plot of this movie and it's, you know, it's, it'd be dumb. Like if you oh, got into all is. the details of it, it is, but you don't it's watch just, this movie. It just for functions the, in the way that it needs to, to, for everything to happen. You're, yeah. You're really just tying pieces together. Yeah. That's so you, you can care get about. to the next exciting And you want a hero. Piece. And you want, it's like... it's I need fu- a it's hero. F- well. <laughs> it's fun to just have... It's fun for the good guy to just be like, be a, a, a good guy. Yeah. Well, it's refreshing too, because we've had, over these last, you know, 10, 15 years, we've had a slew of... Anti-heroes. Anti-hero, yeah. yeah. Types that are just like dark and yeah. complex and conflicted and blah, blah, blah. Which is, you know, that's cool in its own oh, way. Of course. But, but it's sometimes refreshing to just have a good guy that's yeah. good. Sometimes you don't want to cheer for Walter White. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of crazy, though, if Ethan Hunt was cooking meth. <laughs> 
on the side. He'd probably be a great meth dealer. I don't know if he'd have the time. I don't know how long it takes to cook meth. If fucking <laughs> hillbillies can do it. <laughs> it's a, literally the dumbest people in the world cook meth. I'm sure Ethan Hunt could figure it out. I guess so. Quick meth. But none of it would be as good as Walter White's. Well, we don't know that. So what's the scene after this scene? <laughs> You're like, let's Have you watched it. Breaking Bad, by the way? No. Oh, there we go. You fucking... You yeah, I'm an you idiot. I get it. Uh, here we go. Blah, blah, blah. All the blah, rest. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> you fill in the rest. Of mm-hmm. it. Uh, so after all that extraction, uh, we get the rooftop, the, the foot chase. Oh, okay, right. Is the next deal. Yeah, so this is where we find out... Uh, we find out that... Oh, oh, we, we get the, the, the mask use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Finally some tricky masks. Yeah, stuff. so... Oh, oh, all of a sudden, oh, who shows up but Alec Baldwin's Alan Hunley. And uh, he's like, you've gone too far right, this we're time. We're shutting you down. We're shutting Hunt. you down, Ethan. You are a, you are a bad, <laughs> bad hombre. <laughs> we're bringing you in, in from the cold. And uh, so you're like, oh, no. Like, Walker's plan is so good. Like, everybody believes him. Because, like, he passes off that phone to Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something we've seen in the other Mission Impossible movies, yeah, too, yeah. where we think, oh, no, our guys, our guys are being duped. But they're actually, they've actually they've executed actually, a plan. They've double duped. Yeah. And actually, it's, it's really good that they do this because it would have been really fucking dumb to retread this. Like, Ethan's the bad guy yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. Right? They uh, just did that in the previous movie, and they've done it before that as well. Yeah, so. well, they do it in the first movie. first movie. Yeah, <laughs> so it's and it's really fun because uh, Benji ends up playing uh, Solomon. Yeah, he's got the mask on. Yeah, and then Walker like spills his guts to him, yeah. and you find out that it's Walker all along who wrote the manifesto, which we mm-hmm. which we knew, which we knew, <laughs> and. Uh, it's yeah. more of a matter of just waiting for it to be revealed instead of in wondering if it will be revealed. But yeah, then Walker is Walker kill Alec Baldwin. Yes, he stabs him. This is, is this where Solomon gets away as well. Uh, yeah, he gets away too because um, the CIA shows up. Yeah, and so they so half of the CIA agents are they're Walker's, Walker's guys. guys. Yeah, so the shootout starts the underground there. Solomon's gone. Walker's on the lamb. He kills Alan. So now Tom Cruise has to chase him, and Benji's giving him directions on the. We get more because they tagged him. Uh, Luther tagged them both with trackers. Which so was pretty could, cool. Yeah. It was a pretty fun scene. Like, and it, I like that stuff where, like, it, most movies couldn't get away with this as well, right? Where they, it's like they made the like they they made the movie up to this point, and they're like, oh wait a second, how are we gonna track them? They're like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a reshoot where we actually. Uh, Luther tags them. Luther yeah, like, like, and they, takes the tag out and puts a new one in yeah and it's just fu- and it's like oh, not only that it's uh, it's not going to be activated for like 24 hours or something like that so it won't be detected so it won't be detected yeah it's just I, it's, it's that fun where like you were saying earlier where you just like suspend your whatever it doesn't matter you just get to like enjoy it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just you, we already know that this is the kind of thing that happens in the Mission Impossible world, right? So yeah, so yeah, like you said, then we have a little bit of comedy where he's running through and he's running on the rooftops. Yeah, but Benji oh, doesn't it? know that he's following him on a, on a like an iPad. 
Oh, he's running up those stairs, and he's like, "Why is he running in circles?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Benji's got the he's got the he's like, orientation oh, got the lock on, unlock, yeah. and he's got the oh he doesn't realize it's not in three D. Yeah. But that's a pretty cool scene when he's like running along the is it, is it Paris they're in? Yeah, it's still uh, Paris. at that point it's London. Oh, they're in London at that. Point. Okay, yeah. so they're running across the rooftops and everything. Mm-hmm. Trying, he's trying to catch uh, Walker before he goes on a helicopter. Mm-hmm. So he's jump, he's jumping over rooftops, and that's when he broke his ankle jumping over that yeah. gap. Plus, he runs through like an office building. Yeah, which I it's all it's it always is fun when like a, you know a cop like I have. A cop runs through like a house, you know, because they're chasing a perp, mm-hmm. like or like a guy runs through like an office building. Like you're not supposed to be here. Ferris Bueller runs Ferris through Bueller. your yard. Yeah, well, then he stops <laughs> and he comes back and chats you up there. Hey, Ferris, <laughs> hey, Fer- come on, Ferris, you gotta get home. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty cool scene, though. How much running? There's so much running in this movie. Did you see all that stuff about how somebody like scientifically proved that? Uh, the more Tom Cruise runs in a movie, the more successful the movie is. Oh, really? Supposedly. I don't know if it's true. Really? Yeah. Does so that work he, out for every gets, movie? I, I don't know. I think Tom... What movies does he run in? Every movie, yeah. pretty well, much. Well, lots of them. That he's made in the past 20 years. He gets his run on in this one. Yeah, he does. I don't think he's running much <laughs> he in He looks cocktail. so intense when he runs. He well, just, he's, so, he, he's so close to the ground. Like, he's so short. Who did we watch that runs weird? Oh, Steven Seagal. Steven Mike, Seagal. He's Mike got the kid. side. Steven Seagal runs awesome. Yeah. He climbs cliffs better than Tom uh, Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal is like three Tom Cruises packed into a Steven Seagal body. Yeah, because he's so fucking awesome that he's three Tom Cruises. <laughs> Just with none of the skill. <laughs> Just, yeah, none of the skill, none of the athletic he ability. does. This, he does oh, a slap. Slutty, whatever. Acting popped up on my news feed today. Uh, update on Stephen Seagal's sexual assault charges. The oh. uh, L.A. Uh, L.A. Uh, prosecutors are looking into it. Okay, that's why he's in Russia. Well, he's coming back, man. He's the he's the uh, Russia's ambassador now for humanity to oh. America. All right, he'll just a keto toss those. Charges aside. Oh man, I want him to. I want him he's to a like, law man. But if he's like, I'm going to toss Obama <laughs> and that pedophile ring at the pizza place. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, he uh, he runs like a motherfucker in this movie. Yeah. And then we he catches up to Walker and he grabs onto the bottom of that elevator, but it's like. You know, one of those like cargo elevators, so he can he just like, see him down, through the bottom yeah. of it. <laughs> he's like, what that was you? pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's just staring at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he pulls out the picture and he's like, hey, I know where your wife is. And if I see you again, I'm going to kill her. He has a picture. Why of Michelle did you just kill him there? Because he says, um, oh, Lane still wants him. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then so he gets away in the helicopter. Then meanwhile, they track. They have that tracker in Lane. So they they're able to follow them to uh, Kashmir. In reality, though, it didn't matter. Yeah, no. because Lane wanted them to know where they were anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what they said, and then he deactivates it at a certain point because uh, he wanted them to be able to find, like, know where he was. Which he's at this uh, camp that's like a <laughs> which is connected to an earlier medical, medical camp. Yeah, so this this what are they called? Like this the Spook Squad, like the scary guys. Oh, they're the uh, the uh, the apostles. apostles. Okay, so 
So you find out earlier in the movie, like we were talking about, like the apostles have done all these tragedies. They release smallpox. They, in yeah, this they release smallpox area. in this area in Kashmir. But it turns out it was all a big to do. So they he could get so he could get Michelle Monaghan X, X there, yeah, to be part of the medical camp. Like, this that's is treating quite the smallpox. fucking plan. Yeah, I mean, got. this is arch villain comic book kind of level. Oh yeah, this is like <laughs> a year's worth of comic. This is like a really good arc, or even in maybe a trade. even connected to Bond. Like it's like a Bond type. So. Of, I, I guess what's Blofeld, his Ernst Blofeld kind of plan? Okay, so he wants to get him there because he knows that in his mind he thinks, well, these bombs you you cannot you can't you can't deactivate them. them. Yeah, he wants so he wants them to be there so then they'll all die. Yeah, but he also wants he wants him to know to that his know. wife is gonna die and oh right, and he wants to see he wants him to feel as much like emotional pain as he can because right. like throughout the movie we're you know, he's apologizing. He's not killing innocent people. Like, right. he's supposed to be a good guy, mm-hmm. which is kind of also interesting that this is a world where a person can literally kill, like, so many bad guys and still have that moral line where it's like... Yeah, but they're scum. I know. I just, <laughs> they're scumbags. It's just, yeah. I, it's just kind of like an interesting, like, only in movies because, like, you kill, like... 200 bad guys but like there's one cop that's like gonna stop you so i guess is that his only weakness some people need killing (laughs) what what that he can't cross that line he can't cross that line like you said he's like that's what that's what alec baldwin says to him kind of at the beginning he's like it's a flaw in you that you can't like you know kill the one for the good of the many or whatever it's actually kind of funny because this movie's praised Right. No, I I haven't really read that much, but I've read a couple things about about it. Um, whereas uh, a problem a lot of people have with Infinity War is that spoilers for Infinity War is that um, Star Lord chooses Gamora mm. over the world, and like this happens a bunch of times where like um, who else uh, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Like a lot of it's in how it's presented to you, right? Yeah. Like in this movie, when he, for example, when he sacrifices the plutonium, it's not he's he's not actively sacrificing the plutonium. He just puts that aside in his mind because it's more important to him in that moment that he saves Luther, right? Then he loses the plutonium because he made that choice. But that's what that's the exact same thing that happens. It to is, Star-Lord. but it's just how it's. I'd presented. say Scarlet Witch is like Scarlet Witches is a little, is way more drawn out. But Star Lord is like it's a, that's a split second reaction. Yeah, and I mean it also mm-hmm. makes sense character wise for Star Lord to do that. Yeah, we t- we talked yeah, about this in the episode. We did. We did yeah. But I just I just think it's in- interesting that nobody's complaining about Ethan Hunt's. Yeah, they accept it in this world, right? Whereas they're not they're not thinking about it in the same way. You had right? a problem with it, James. Yeah, with the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, but it's pretty much the same thing in this movie. Where yeah. Where, like, Ethan wouldn't kill that one cop. Yeah, but I guess, to me, in this movie, you already know he's going to figure... There's going to be a way where that, that... What he sacrificed and how that set him back, yeah. he'll find a way to get it in the end. Mm. Like, it's just kind of the nature of what this movie is. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you create this world that allows him to not kill innocent people yeah we're in like avengers 
all those people die in the end and you're like, oh, you know, like, I don't know what, nobody knows what's going to happen next. Right. But those people are dead now. I do. They're going to come back. Yeah. I mean, okay. some, all some or all of them may be resurrected. Some, yeah. I, you know, we had those other hard deaths in that movie that probably won't come back from. Yeah. Unless you're John and you think all of them are coming back. I do <laughs> think they're all coming back except for Gamora. And I think that they're going to go after Gamora in the third that I can totally agree with. I actually don't think they're going to do that. I just think it's a good idea. That would be a good idea. I agree. It would make the most sense. Because you got to keep Gamora. It, fuck, this isn't the Gamora cast. <laughs> well, stay tuned for the Gamora cast. Sorry, I brought this up. I went on this tangent. But uh, well, let's get to this final. We need to talk about this final piece. scene. So, so you've got, uh, you've got uh, Benji and Luther and uh, Ilsa. Ilsa and uh, what's Michelle Monaghan's Julia? Yeah, they're all, well. They're, they've gone to this medical camp. They he runs into Julia and is like, "Oh, and he's uh, like Julia, Julia." <laughs> <laughs> we find out she's remarried. Blah blah blah. But she realizes, "Oh, he's here because something bad is going she's, down." She knows what's up. She's not stupid. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, he sends. He sends um, the rest of them to look for the two bombs that are on site, and he's going after the det. They need the detonator thing that Walker has, yeah, and, and I, Walker's taken off. On the I'm going to be honest; I don't understand any of this. They have to pull the pin or something. Yeah, on the detonator. he has to pull the pin on the detonator once the bombs have been activated. He has to wait till they've been activated. Okay, so then he can pull the pin on the detonator, and then they can, and then they can, de- they can deactivate. Okay, I didn't the bomb, get that bombs. part. For some reason, I thought they all had to happen at the exact same time. No, he just had to have done that before they cut the wires. But of course, he doesn't pull the pin till like until the last, the last second. second. Of course, yeah. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I mean, how many times have we seen a ticking clock scenario like this in a movie, and yet they still manage to make it so it, fucking exciting? So they, it's true. so they have like the, the they're going after the bombs. They find the one. Uh, so Luther figures out how to deactivate it with Michelle Monaghan or Julia's help. By just being hands, like she yeah. figured out. And Benji and Ilsa are looking for the other yeah. one. And there's this pretty sweet moment you have where Luther tells Julia to like, like go be with her husband. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, just go be with your husband. Like, and it's it's really it's a really sweet sentimental moment. Like, and I totally buy it. Luther gets to have a couple scenes like that in this because he, he also does. has a conversation with Ilsa where he's trying to explain to her like you being involved in this is just complicating things for Ethan. Yeah. And then she does, does not give a fuck. <laughs> well, it's not that she's just like, no, she has to be there with him to yeah. help him. But so. uh, yeah, Luther, Luther's pretty great. He's kind of like the heart. Yeah, he gets a heart. He, he gets, gets to be heart. the heart. He's definitely movie. the heart. Yeah. So like you've got, the, the, Luther's got the, well, he's got been the one. Well, the whole time, so it makes sense for him to be the one. Sorry, I just said that. It's true, except for number two. Right, except for two. That we think, we think. Yeah, I can't remember for sure. It's the only one I can stream for free. <laughs> it's on my, my fucking like Hollywood suite thing. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. So so Walker's taken off in the helicopter. Yeah, so Walker's off in the helicopter. Hunt jumps on the other helicopter. Yeah, he like he doesn't jump on the helicopter. He jumps on this, like, for some reason, they're carrying a bag of shit. Yeah, yeah they have... They what have, is... Like, that it's some kind of supplies they're taking with them or whatever so they, it's a thing for a drop somewhere. yeah so anyway convenient he's like climbing up this rope not only is he, he climbs up the rope and then he gets he almost gets his feet onto the <laughs> rails of the helicopter and then he falls all the way back down he just grabs onto the to the package the drop but, bag and that's pretty interesting but what like also is interesting is that like simon or benji's like doing this whole they're trying to find of, that other bomb but there's all this like radioactive medical equipment that's setting off their 
equipment. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ilsa. Ilsa? Yeah. I always want to call her. I'm, I'm Ilsa, she wolf of the SS. I am. Yeah. He <laughs> is in Mission Impossible 2. He is? So he's in oh, all yeah. of them. Okay, he's in all of them then. Yeah. So you're wrong, Dustin. Okay. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wrong. Yeah, okay. It's good. Apologize, right. James. We can continue. James, I'm sorry. And to me. Um, John, I let you down. I do not accept. So. Anyway, Elsa, she really finds the, she finds where, uh, Solomon is. Well, yeah, and she gets in a, she gets the... in a hand-to-hand fight and with him. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then Benji shows up, and he's getting, he's gonna, he's being hung basically. Oh yeah, so this is the scene is awesome. Like it's, it's cutting back and forth, cutting back and forth between like the helicopter, the helicopter chase. But then there's this like it's this dark room, pretty much. Where sh- they're they're all fighting together, and it's got like ropes, and then like it's all of a sudden some like BDSM she's, she's shit. Ki- she's kicking like that little box over so he can get his feet just barely on it, so he doesn't fucking choke to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like man, Solomon's like very Solomon Lane's intense. Yeah, he's a fucking scary. Like, he's a scary guy. <laughs> well, he just looks like a good bad guy. Like he's got the look. Yeah. So that's all happening, and then the, the and like, then we're cutting to the chase, and Walker's like firing a giant fucking machine gun at him in the helicopter. Which is, man, he's so he's like the, I've never seen a Justice League movie. He's like Superman <laughs> in this. <laughs> he should play Superman. Yeah, that <laughs> he should play good. Superman with a mustache. <laughs> Maybe. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, Why can't this, this the helicopter scene? Oh my god, the helicopter scene is. One of the craziest things I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, first just as a chase, because he's got to get to that detonator somehow, even though he's on the other helicopter. That's what I love about this kind of shit. This fifteen minutes to do it. This just sense of adventure of like, how is he possibly gonna get this? Now, this is like the biggest thing you have to swallow in the movie is that he figures out how to fly a helicopter for this scene because he doesn't know how to fly. (laughs) Yeah, because he doesn't know how to. (laughs) No. Yeah. and he does those crazy stunts, but still doesn't, you know, he's figured it out. And the, the scenery, just like the scenery, like blasting past and you're like, yeah, the snowy mountains, like snowy and mountains. And then it's like, like jungle, like rainforesty looking yeah, stuff. Yeah. And he's just like going in and out and like, yeah, Walker's like firing that big fucking gun at him. And then finally rams them and they both crash on the mountainside, rolling down the hill. And it turns into like <laughs> fucking, um, uncharted. It, it turns into uncharted at this point. Like, yeah, well, I mean, you're tracing things back through stuff. So it's like, so this is like something from Uncharted, which is like something from Indiana Jones. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like it's just back, back, but like it really feels like a video game at that point. And there's a scene in the second, un- no, third Uncharted game, where it's uh, train cars. I think. Oh yeah, you're hanging off a train. You're hanging off a train car, and you have to like climb up. And here we have the helicopters go down into like a crevice like a wedged thing yeah. and then like sliding down and smashing yeah. into each and other and they have to like he's like they're like falling and, and then he fall. he lets go he like undoes his seat belt so he like drops from the one helicopter through the opening and like onto walker and stuff it's so like it's it's <laughs> ah, so crazy. visceral like it's yeah. just like Every, and everything is just so intense at that point. We're cutting back to that other fight with them, and they got to de- they got to you know deactivate the bomb. Uh, and yeah. yeah, and you've got a literal <laughs> ticking clock, like yeah. tick 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 tick. And it's just so well done. You know, talking about a video game, uh, like why don't they make movies like this into video games? Well, they've got the Uncharted game. Yeah. I know, but like 
you could make a Mission Impossible game like well, like this game, and you could have it continue because it and really, do other missions and stuff like that. A really really good game takes like years and years and years to make. Yeah, you have to start developing it like you know two or three years before this game, this movie comes out, kind of thing. But like when the last movie came out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a Mission Impossible game, and then you could do like add on. You know, missions that you download yeah, or whatever. It'd be fun if you played a Mission Impossible game that was just its own whole storylines. Yeah. Like nothing to do with the movies. Yeah, yeah. Had its own. Or had yeah. its own, like, Easter eggs for the movies in it, but, like, was its own thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be fucking great. Yeah, and then when the next movie comes out, you could have other things add on to that. Yeah, it's a great idea. Why don't you learn how to code? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get on it. Well, so then they end up fighting. They, they're out of the helicopters. They're on the flat. Guess cliffs. what are they going to do? They're going to fight on a hand, fucking sheer hand, hand cliff. fight, yeah. And he's trying to get to the detonator, which is, of course, right on the edge of the fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the helicopter's hanging there by the hook, the cord, yeah. uh, on the edge of the rock. I mean, <laughs> it's so so awesome. It's just and like, then he, what happens? He figures out... They're both hanging off the edge of the cliff at this point. They've both gone over the cliff, yeah. And they're hanging there. And they're hanging... And the the helicopter keeps slipping because it's got like a... Like a the hook the, in the, the thing rock is and then breaking. he figures out that oh wait a second I shouldn't climb up the rope yeah I should, should get like, onto the cliff face I should like wiggle the rope or like he swing tugs it, it he tug gives it. it a big tug and then so it fucking falls and it comes down and it catches Walker in the fucking head yeah Whew. Right down the cliff into it's the pretty explosion. Intense. And then I mean, it, this is all all of then, this stuff is stuff like you've basically seen in other. Oh, movies. of course you have. But then yeah. it's it, just executed so fucking well. And all three of them at the exact same moment, pretty much. We have to think that uh, Ethan does it a second. Yeah, like a second before. Not even a second, their, a yeah. millisecond beforehand. They <laughs> all put. They'll push the buttons or cut the wires. And we don't know. First, time. it shows them cut, and then they show you see Ethan looking, and there's like a white. Light, so you're yeah, you're so kind of supposed to maybe think is that the explosion or it's no, yeah. it's the sun, <laughs> and then we see him spit out the the pin from the, <laughs> and we find out that yeah, Angela Bassett knew all along. When then and Benji's like, but how do we know he's done it? And Luther's like, we just know, we just know Ethan has got yeah, it. He's, he's he's got it done because he's, he's Ethan Hunt. Yeah, he's like. And then he says, "I am F Jesus." And afterwards, once they've deactivated it and it doesn't go off, Luther's like, "My man," <laughs> <laughs> and we just see him like sprawled on the edge of the cliff, like fucking wasted from what yeah. he's had to go through. Yes, <laughs> I feel like I just watched the movie all over again. Yeah, that was great. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's really good. It is excellent. It might might be arguably the best one in the series. I mean, I, have to I watch really them. like three and four. But uh, yeah, I gotta watch them again. Which, which is the one with? What is that sound? I don't know. It's been happening the entire time. But my phone's on airplane mode. Yeah, so is mine. Yeah, Dustin. I uh, I take no responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what what's the one with what? Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's three. He's the best villain of the series. Easy. He man. I, he, there's nothing even on the paper. It's just that he makes it fucking work. Yeah. He's terrifying. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the third one. Oh, it's good. Yeah, watch that one. It's, it's really, really good. good. Philip uh, Yeah, you can tell, like, there wasn't really much on the page for him to be a great villain. He just plays it so fucking menacing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, like we said, they're pretty much all pretty good except for two. 
Um, but three, all good. three and four, I remember liking like a lot. I recommend all of them, obviously, except for mm-hmm. two. Well, actually, I recommend all of them. Watch two. Just, <laughs> just, watch, just watch two so you have something to compare. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, it's excellent. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's, it covers all the bases for something you want from a summer blockbuster fucking popcorn Oh, for movie. sure. Yeah. I'll take this any day over your dark territory. <laughs> yeah, James. Fucking your dark territory. Yeah, right. Whenever. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I think the, the the thing I'm happiest about is that it lived up to the hype, which is so rare. Yeah, there was a lot of hype and it was well deserved. Yeah, it was just what a fun, fun film. So let's just give it our ratings here. See where it lands. You want to start off there, James? What'd you give it? Uh, so my reaction was a nine, and overall eight point six. And I also had a nine, but my overall was eight point eight. Oh. Sorry, I have to get to my list here. I gave it ten for action and kills. Yeah, me too. I was a little higher than you guys, as per usual, with good movies. <laughs> All right. I gave this movie a 10 for my reaction. Mm-hmm. Overall, a 9.2. I don't know what else you can... like. There's problems with it. Plot, whatever. Kills is great. Pacing, okay. But as f- I don't know what else you can get. I mean, I think that if you if I rate something over a 9, you're real, I'm already splitting hairs at this point, right? So... So yeah, so it ties with another action action classic, number three's The Dark Knight. It's interesting when we before we watched it, I told you guys I thought this was going to be up there with John Wick and Mad Max mm-hmm. at the top of the list, and it and it basically is. Yeah, so um, that's a tough one. We got to make a vote now. I. I, got, I haven't really thought about this at all. That's really tough. Because I, I didn't realize it was tied until just before we recorded. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, I've got I've to gotta say Dark Knight. But that, that might just be personal preference because I'm more attached to that world of characters of Batman. And, that, and like there's, for me, there's nothing as enthralling as the Joker in Fallout. But... I mean, if we were just going by action, then I'd have to say Fallout. That's a, that's a this is a tough that's a tough one. Uh, James, what do you think? Uh, I'd go with Dark Knight is still number three. It's just overall the action, the the character development with the Joker and the Dark Knight. Like it's just I don't know. You can't really compare to that. <laughs> It's weird. I I think my heart says Dark Knight, but my brain says Mission Impossible. Mm. I think that if I took away if I took away the Joker. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's, then, what, what that's I mean an like obvious. If, I I well, what I mean is is like if I'm just looking at action action pieces. I yeah. mean, and really on this podcast we we don't really rate them by action, it, we, we 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 try to rate them. We haven't played it anyone any, one, any no, straight we've, way. We've pretty much rated like, it like a like our what, what do you we, prefer? What we, what we think of it as a movie. 
And yeah, I mean, as a movie, is it a better movie or not? Like, it's, I I think that I'm gonna go with the Dark Knight. I mean, the Dark Knight kicks off with that bank heist scene, <laughs> and it just—I don't know. It's it, a hard one to beat. It's really hard. I, didn't, uh, I think su- it's perfectly fine for Mission Impossible Fallout, a movie that came out this year, to be as high as number four on the. That's yeah, on I the think list. that that history might change that. It might. Yeah. It might go down, but or it might it might, it might switch for me, but. I'll tell you, I'm never going to turn it just like Dark Knight. If it, if I see it on like HBO or something like that, I'm not ever going to turn it off. Like I'm just going to start watching it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun, man. That was, that was a fun movie. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Pretty, pretty excellent. And now it's like, oh, when are they going to put another one? <laughs> I want to watch the next one. Yeah. Have they already said they're going to do another one? Uh, this is the most well, profitable Well, they haven't one. said it, but yeah, this one made the most money theatrically so far, so probably. So do you think the next one is going to be uh, Tom Cruise is trying to like hand it off to somebody? That's what I was going to bring up. Well, they already kind of tried to do that. They brought in Jeremy Renner in Gross Protocol um, to try to sort of inject him as the guy that was going to replace you know, Tom it's, Cruise. It's funny because I, I forgot that Jeremy Renner was in Ghost Protocol because like, I'm dumb sometimes when it comes to like remembering movies, obviously. Well, they also had him as he was going to replace Bourne. Well, and, and that's the thing. Bourne movie when him. you said, well, they brought in, as you were saying that, I was thinking, maybe they should bring Jeremy Renner in. <laughs> and then I was like, did they do that? Or was that with Bourne? That was with Bourne. It was with both. <laughs> I think it's kind of like, I get why people want to bring him in, but I mean, like he's Hawkeye. Who wants to see Hawkeye? Well, he, I, like, I look, I, I like Jeremy Renner. I really like Jeremy Renner. I, I do too. But I, I don't think he's got the drawing Shia power LaBeouf. of a Tom Cruise. Shia LaBeouf. No, he's Indiana Jones. Shia LaBeouf, guys. <laughs> uh, Renner just doesn't have the box office draw that Tom Michael Cera. Oh my God. <laughs> Michael Cera with the mustache. Oh man, Michael Cera. Who should be? I, I I don't know. I I'm, I don't keep up with things as much as I used to. Obviously, so like my my young up and coming Hollywood stars, I don't know who the fuck could replace them. Ryan Ryan, uh, Ryan Atwood Ryan Gosling Ryan Atwood Ryan Atwood from the OC Ryan Gosling. Uh, what about that? What's that kid that everybody loves these days from Call Me by Your Name? Oh yeah, I, can't, I don't know his name. It's like French. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> this is what we got. Hey. Who's the kid from Love Simon? Love Simon is that is that the movie he's in? No, haven't you seen that? You don't know that movie? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, they're not appropriate to be action stars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who Ryan got Baby Goose. I just said that one. That's what you said. I'm saying I'm going back. He's too- I'm trying to p- picture people who are cool enough. And have like a, appeal enough. No man, fucking Ryan Gosling's gonna stop for a cigarette break <laughs> way too often. He yeah. couldn't run. I don't right? know if I could buy him running. Yeah. 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 I don't think he would. Work. He's, a, he's a brooder. He's not a. Yeah, you can't look cool running. You can't look cool running. So why would Ryan Gosling ever run? I know who. Marky Mark. <laughs> oh, can uh, I? Uh, I would. I would be happy if fucking Marky Mark never made another movie. I trailer for, did you know that he's a mo- new movie coming out like pretty soon with the guy from The Raid and Mark Wahlberg in a movie together? I feel like I heard this. It's like 
Mile 22 or something like that Ugh. from the director of all those fucking right wing movies with Marky Mark. What's that guy's name? Oh, Peter, the Peter uh, Berg or something. Yeah. Peter, the guy who made Friday Night Lights, the, yeah. the TV show and yeah, the movie and the movie. Uh, and he did uh, Lone Survivor and like that Boston bombing movie with Mark Wahlberg. Probably goes to church with Marky Mark. Um, well, we're going to forget the fact that Mark Wahlberg like blinded a guy. Like he beat a like a fucking Asian guy up when he was like a te- like a teenager or between his twenties. We'll do that. We'll talk about that on a Mark Wahlberg Blinded movie episode. Hmm. We should wrap this up. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, uh, next movie. Oh, next movie. Whose is it? It's mine. Isn't it? You did Under Siege too. Was that the last one? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Did you have one in, in the chamber? <laughs> he was all no, ready to go. You did Death Wish. Oh, you're right. I did Death Wish. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Jackie Chan movie and Police Story. Police Story. Oh, nice. Cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please tell a friend. Like us on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, no. What the fuck? iTunes. Like us on iTunes. Tell a friend on iTunes. Spotify. Spotify. Oh, yeah. YouTube. Stitcher. Instagram. Stitcher Premium. Instagram. Dustin's killing the Instagram scene Pod, right now. Podbean. Podbean. <laughs> Whatever podcatcher you use, please uh, please tell somebody, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.